by the mantle of my calling and ordination and by the finger of God I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly John 1010 our of abundance broadcast with Apostle Eugene Ogu is designed to elevate your spirit and give your life a direction for all correspondence and further information on how we can be a blessing to you Please visit our website or ministry headquarters at 98 Omoy slash Orosi Psychiatric Hospital Road, Port Harcourt, Rivers State, Nigeria. You can call the following numbers, 2348430378823481622700035. You can also join our online services every Sunday. days of complaining has gone when the enemy shall come like a flood. God we raise a standard through the intervention. My prayer for you is that you all, we all might be sensitive to what the Holy Spirit is doing in this place. Last two Sunday, we were worshiping the Lord, and right where I was seated, I laid flat in tears of appreciating God for what He is doing in the house. One of my pastors standing behind me looked and saw Jesus standing right on the air there and was looking in admiration of worship since then his life I've never remained the same he said daddy I'm afraid God is here the time has come when my sons and daughters must look up unto the Lord do not look unto any man. Don't copy anybody's lifestyle. Please. Let everyone behold that Jesus, that Lord. He has risen to glorify himself and his name in our midst. Please, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. We are running in a race. The race is personal. And the race you must win. I beseech you by the mercies of God that please adhere to the leading of the Spirit as the church leads. For Christ is the head of the church. He that has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Holy Spirit is saying to the churches. We have been dealing on this subject on covenant work or walking in covenant. Now remember in my introduction of this subject we made it so clear to everyone to know that life is so fragile, too fragile to be handled anyhow carelessly. Life is like an egg. Your life is like an egg in your hand. Be careful how you handle it. 
or else you can break yourself or break your destiny or break it ahead of time as fragile as the egg is you can't keep it anywhere or handle it anyhow it's handled with care we did make it clear that covenant is an agreement that brings about a relationship or commitment between God and his people or agreement between two or two parties in order to relate lease assign purchase contract or participate in any matter or action. there is what they call MOU memorandum of understanding it's a document packaged together for two people that will involve in a matter to understand what you are getting into what is your role what is the role of the other person in your joint effort what will be the ratio or percentage of the profit you make accrue to different individuals it's a kind of covenant and we did say that covenant is not operational until it is signed and we saw that when God created the earth the journey of man's life began with covenant because God understands that there is no harm the preservation of man can be possible on earth without a guideline because there is something dangerous God put in man after creation that is called free will when God created man he put him in one of the most designed gardens that gives you the idea of what God wishes for you in your place of living flowers and trees are encouraged because all those things has roles they play with the human life of course we have leaders who travels abroad who don't even think to pray to design to find out what is good for the nation but however we are not talking about that God created man, entered into a covenant and said, I will come every early morning to fellowship with you. Of every tree, on every fruit in this garden, you can eat. But the seed of this tree, don't eat. Amen. Man said, Amen. For anything to be successful in life, any group, any church, any department, there must be a terms of reference, a terms of agreement. And sometimes the agreements or the terms are set up by leadership. If it has to do with vision, God does not give two people vision. He gives one man vision. And according to Habakkuk, you make it clear. You share it with the people. Come to agreement and you begin to run with it. And that's how Allen runs. And so God also shared that view with Adam and Eve. Of every tree... You are free, you have freedom. But this one, leave this. Sacrifice this for me. In the journey of life, there must be something you must sacrifice for God. You must not be possess possessor of all that you are. You must let a part of you to be regulated by God. Sometimes we are stubborn. Do this. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. That's Bible call it stiff nakedness rebellion 
We, our rebellions today are in the name of the Lord Jesus. We, in Jesus' name, we rebel. Hallelujah, we rebel with smile. You know, Judas kiss. Nah, but meaning something else that I cannot be subject to the leading of the spirit. However, man decided to breach the covenant. And the truth is that to him there was something to benefit breaching the covenant. But unknown to him, what he loses is much more than what he thinks he benefits. And so it is today. When God makes a demand from man, man thinks that giving God all that will undermine his life, undermine his health, will undermine his business. That's how man thinks. A man is a component of flesh and spirit. The spirit takes the upper side of you. The flesh is just an envelope that carries you. The day God takes you, nobody will call you by name. They say that is a corpse. Unfortunately, we are governed by the flesh, ruled by the flesh, dictated by the flesh, reasoned with the flesh, direct our life by the flesh. And so man concluded by eating of that fruit, by violating that order, that instruction, that directive, it will be better. Of course they did. You know what the outcome was. Man began a journey to labor. By that he signed a warranty that if he must get anything on earth, it will be by sweat. It must be by suffering. And there are people today, check all that you have, all that you have everything is the something you have worked and suffered for. God did not intend life to be like that. For any child of covenant, your covenant work will stir up the realm of the spirit to provoke divine supply. It was covenant work that made Abraham receive the label of father of many generations. Because God made a demand on the only thing that meant to him his son, his only son. Take now thy son, the only son whom thou loveth. Because the journey of life if you begin to look and begin to look and say all you can get for your children, for the upbringing of your children, for your life is something you work for, you will look older than your age. Life will not be sweet. And that's why every man needs God to partner with him in the journey of life. And the man was tempted. Bible says, God tempted Abraham and said, Take thy son, thy only son Isaac, whom thou loveth. Do what? Sacrifice him in one of the mountains I will show you. Mountains signify the place of worship. Mountains signifies the church. Mountains signifies the fellowship center. What is that thing precious to you that God says sacrifice it? And until we understand that the journey of life must be associated with covenant. You might be walking, struggling for who knows how long. I speak by experience. Born in a family of ten, five boys, five girls, all alive, the same mother, the same father. And was the less privileged among them because as fate 
may have it. I was the least educated among them, ended my education in primary four, up till date, did not finish secondary school, neither did I see the four walls of secondary school, nor did I ever attended any night or day school to remedy how to speak English, never up till date. Everything I ever will term as achievement where the making of God based on covenant work. And what is this covenant work? Coming out of a neglected life, abandoned life, wretched life, having slept on a carpentry table for four years and seven months, and found myself where I am. I made a vow. I will live in the constituency of the poor. Today, I have something to make reference to any day, any time. Some of you seated here, you are my reference point. Any time like Hezekiah walked with God and God said to Isaiah, tell him his game is up. He's going to die. Hezekiah turned to his sacrificial covenant to walk with God. And said, Papa, you are a covenant-keeping God. He said, look. He made reference to how he has worked. God reversed himself. Covenant work has capacity to make God reverse things. Because God honors his word. So we see in the scripture that that world was a world created by God and God said all that he created was good. And I heard pastor this morning say, someone ask you how are you? Say, I'm good because when God created everything, everything was what? Good. But in Genesis chapter 6, the same man God created that was good, God said, he repented me that I created man on the surface of the earth. What happened? It was that journey that began out of the garden of Eden with that covenant ushers you to a life of regret. The choice is yours. As a chorister, as a leader, as a pastor, as a departmental leader, as a deacon, a deaconess, as a church worker, as a member, as a Christian, the choice of the life you live lies in your hands. They began that journey. The people that were good, that God said they were good in Genesis chapter 1. In Genesis chapter 2, they were good. But suddenly, they breached a covenant. They moved on out of the umbrella of covenant and began a journey with that covenant. What did it end them? The Bible says in chapter 6, just four chapters after, God said, I regretted creating man. Why? Because the heart of a man, the desires of man is like a basket. It cannot be filled with water. If you don't regulate it, it will destroy you yourself. Most people who fly all over the country, diagnosed of all manner of disease, is as a result of what they put in their own mouth. So life needs regulation by the author of life. In Genesis chapter 6, I read verse 5. Genesis chapter 6. Genesis chapter 6. I read verse 5. And God saw 
that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only self. <laughs> there was no spiritual thought. It was self. It was wicked. The Bible says in verse 6, And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him in his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, and the creeping things, and the fowls of the air, for it repented me that I have made them. Wow. The same man created to honor God, to respect God, has devoted his entire being to what we end up in the soil. All our day-to-day -day running about from Monday to Sunday, from Saturday, was for self. Understand the mystery of covenant work. Your life will never remain the same. And God does not ask for too much. He just asks sometimes for a day. For some hours and test your will and your love for him let us see what happened in verse verse 18 of genesis chapter 6 now when god had destroyed that world he did with flood he said but with thee that is noah will i establish my covenant God wanted to start another journey, life journey. <laughs> he must start another covenant. Because life, journey, whether it's business journey, whether it's spiritual journey, whether it's journey, marital journey, whether it's any journey, you must enter covenant with God because he's the only one that knows tomorrow. He said what? But with thee will I establish my covenant and thou shalt come into the ark. The journey of life is such that if you must have to go and back and come into the ark. Which is this ark of New Testament? Jesus. Some of you are living your life as a Christ. He said you must <laughs> come into the ark. In those days the ark was the only place to run for safety. Because the earth that lived with that covenant must be wiped away. A new one began and the ark was the place of safety. Everybody run into it. And if you are privileged to be born again, thank God for your life. But then you must know that the journey is a journey of what? Covenant. He said, but with thee will I establish my covenant. Thou shalt come into the ark, thou and thy sons, and thy wife and thy son's wife with thee. Let me tell you that when you are born again, don't walk and abandon your children. Don't walk and abandon your neighbors. Don't walk and abandon the people who are with you. Come along with them. If you are paying tithe, share it with your children. Let them know why you are doing it. You are doing thanksgiving. You are dedicating anything you are doing. Teach your children them along. It's a covenant partnership that God gave to the children of Israel. He said you will teach it to your children and your children's children. It's a family work. It's a covenant work. Yet it's a personal race. And he told them if you read further 
you will realize that that new world began with covenant. Let us see Genesis chapter 9. I read verse 9. And I, behold, I establish my covenant with you. And what? And with thy seed after you. And with every living creature that is with you. God did not establish the covenant only with him, but with his seeds. Today, most children frowns when their parents pray. When their parents say, let's go to church, oh, they slack their feet because when they were growing, you did not train them up in the way they should go. They have become a problem to you. Because you were too big to adhere to your responsibility to the, your role in the covenant. And we think it's a joyful thing. We think it's a joyful thing. Children, when your parents and your mothers tells you this is this, this is, you find yourself getting off. No longer understanding. Not even advising them. You have grown breast, BS, some of you have at, at 17, you have um, beers on your chin. And something tells you, yes, I've arrived. In the covenant walk of life, you cannot rebel against the counsel of your father and your mother. It has consequences. Every child, every young child must be very careful. It's not by him that will it or by him that run it. It's by God that showed mercy. We're going to see in this walk, God entered into covenant with Abraham as well. Let us go to the scripture. In Genesis chapter 12, from verse 1. Now the Lord has said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country. Look at what he required from Abraham. Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. And I will play a role. I will make of thee a great nation. And I will bless thee and make thy name great. And thou shalt be a blessing. I will bless them that bless thee and curse them, him that cursed thee, and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. Look at verse 4. So Abraham did what? He began action on that covenant work. Abraham did what? He departed as the Lord has spoken. What happened? And Lord went with him. And Abraham was 75 years old and he departed out of Haran. Now, God entered into covenant with Abraham. Lot did not understand the work, neither did he enter into covenant. He followed. When God said to Abraham, depart, he did not tell him to carry Lot. Lot was not a part of the covenant. There are people you carry along in your life, you begin to sink. When I mean people, not that love cannot spread, but if you carry someone in your kingdom, in your car, 
He does not believe in the God you believe. He does not honor the God you honor. He does not even believe in what you are doing. It's dangerous. It's very dangerous. The Bible says two cannot walk together. Except they do what? They agree. Two cannot walk together except they agree. And when God began to open my eyes to see that in life you are not bound to do everything. You are bound to do what is in line with the provision of covenant. Somebody called me and said, sir, along God is doing to help people. Along God, so God is doing his work. He said, yes. He said, I am so and so and so and so and so and so. I said, have you received Jesus as personal Lord and Savior? He said, what? I said, okay, see me some other time. Saul followed. Now they got to a place there was problem. Why was there problem? The heart of Saul in that journey was not after God. Was not after the kingdom. It was after what he can acquire. And so, when they go to the plain of Mamre, the Bible says that there was problem fighting for green grass and the greens. And Abraham said, look, in this journey of covenant, it does not require strife. It does not require quarrel. You know you can fight somebody scientifically. You know how Judas gave up Jesus. He was not by frowning. It's by kiss. Your action speaks. And Abraham said, please, make your choice. Lord made a choice without covenant. He thought it is by the greens, by strength. You know where he ended him. And Abraham also continued. Now, Abraham did not only continue. He made sure his children also benefited from that covenant. Genesis chapter 12. Thank you. Now, look at verse 10. Or verse 9. And Abraham journeyed going on. The journey has begun. And Abraham journeyed going on still towards the south. Are you in the south? Are you in the south? Has your journey brought you to the south? And there was a famine in the land. And Abraham went down into Egypt to sojourn there. And the famine was grievous in the land. Now, and it came to pass when he was come near to enter into Egypt, that he said unto Sarah his wife, Behold now, I know that thou art a fair woman. Sarah was a pretty woman. To look upon. Therefore, it shall come to pass when the Egyptians shall see thee, they shall say, This is his wife. And they will kill me, but they will save thee alive. Say, I pray thee, thou art my sister that it may be well with me for thy sake and my soul shall live because of thee and it came to pass that when Abraham was come into Egypt the Egyptians beheld the woman that was very fair the princess also of Pharaoh saw her and commended 
commended her before Pharaoh. And the woman was taken unto, into Pharaoh's house, and he entered Abraham's well for her sake. And he had sheep and oxen and axes and men servants and so on and so forth. Verse 17. And the Lord plagued Pharaoh and his house with very great plagues because of who? Sarah, Abraham's wife. And Pharaoh called Abraham and said, What is this that thou hast done unto me? Why didst thou not tell me that she was thy wife? Why sayest thou she is my sister? So I might have taken her to me to wife. Now therefore behold, thy wife, carry your wife. Take her and go thy way. And Pharaoh commanded his men concerning him that they sent him away and his wife and all that he had. Now, in a covenant walk, he that touches you is looking for God's trouble. That was a man. But remember why covenant is necessary. In the journey where he went, there was famine. He moved from this place, it was grievous. Ladies and gentlemen, it does no matter how grievous the economic state of Nigeria is. If you have covenant with God, let Lucifer go and be the president of any society and all those things. Your dues and your place, no man will touch. By the mantle of my calling and ordination, and by the finger of God, I am come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. John 10.10 10. Hour of Abundance broadcast with Apostle Eugene Ogu is designed to elevate your spirit and give your life a direction. For all correspondence and further information on how we can be a blessing to you, please visit our website or ministry headquarters at 98 Omoy slash Orosi Psychiatric Hospital Road, Port Harcourt, Rivers State, Nigeria. You can call the following numbers, 2348430378823481622700035. You can also join our online services every Sunday. The days of complaining has gone. When the enemy shall come like a flood, God will raise a standard through the intervention force.